Highest Discoverers podcast. Glad to be with you. And um, yeah, we're sitting outdoors, and this is the um, the live internal uh, discovery podcast where um, we just uh, narrate kind of what's happening um, in our uh, imagination internally as it happens, and. Um, it's uh <clears throat> yeah the idea being that um excuse me that imagination is um <clears throat> um that imagination is um uh in addition to inventing things um or thinking of things is um uh, a two-way thing, like a way to converse with um, with more of us and more of um, our own internal world of, of society and culture um, uh, in a way that's not unlike um, the regular society and culture. So um, it can be um, a helpful thing in a, a bunch of different ways that are... Um, unpredictable so um we'll see how it goes and um glad to have you along um so just noticing the um i guess the environment internally yeah it's like um It's like a kind of, like a Grand Canyon kind of thing. I think it was like that last time too. Yeah. It doesn't have um, the Grand Canyon coloring, but it's like that kind of landscape. Sort of open-ended. Yeah. But more like, um, you know, kind of, kind of black, not pitch black, pitch black, but like, a, yeah, but not not unwelcoming, but um, yeah. Anyway, just a, just a um, particular kind of landscape. So. Um, Let's see what that's like. And there's a corner of the culture kind of peeking out here. And we'll just see what um what they're doing and uh Yeah, letting whoever it is speak in their own language, rather than um, you know me as narrator or the the narrator filmmaker, um, you know media figure um, speaking for them. That's been a theme. 
so they kind of notice that and at least some of them appreciate it and some of them are you know disgusted that it's even an issue they're questioning why is there this media apparatus in the first place you know like what do you all do except make things worse we have our own ways of communicating and yeah Okay, so the, um, yeah, the media, the media group is um, now included in uh, the Canyonland uh, experience here. So uh, we'll see what that's like. Yeah, okay, so it's like um, the media people are more um, I guess they're more cognitive of their own like physicality and kind of um, kind of being invited to go down to the canyon floor. And some are welcoming that and going along with it um, uh, reflexively. And um, yeah, others aren't so sure. They're kind of looking around at each other or at their bosses. Um, there's a producer who kind of took off his headset and you know slammed it down. Um, And there are others who are interested. It's like, oh, you know, the kind of the executives or the senior reporters who have seen it all. Kind of curious. Like, this feels like a story. Yeah, so the I think the story is that, um, you know, this place or this environment, the canyon lands themselves are... Um, having an influence. It's like a place that's new and also old and also um, yeah, something like this has come up before but it's a little different version of it. Um, it's like it's placeless as much as it's a place. Um, yeah, so there's some groups that aren't pleased with that description, and uh, yeah, I think they're upset that it was even said. Um, Yeah, they're kind of turning their backs or, you know, flipping the bird 
uh, and walking away. So, uh, so they made that known. Um, yeah, the thing seems to be that, um, yeah, the last person before they turned away was something like, you know, like you'll find out or, you know, um, yeah, they're like the veterans, you know, they've been hiking in the Canyonlands and they're just kind of coming out. So, um, you know, they're reminding each other of that, that like, or some of them are reminding each other of that, that, um, you know, not everyone has had that experience. Uh, so it's like, well, you'll find out uh, what we already know or are familiar with. So, um, yes, so some of the, um, the media group who is now, um, you know, hiking our, uh, intrigued by that or smiling and others are put off and others say whatever. Uh, uh, I think at least one is enraged. So, uh, yeah, it's the thing of, you know, I'm not going to join your group. I'm not going to join this weird cult. I don't want to be in this weird place. Yeah, so that gets to be known. Um, but then it's also like this seems to be, you know, the story, so. Yeah, I think that one's now charging ahead. It's like, well, whatever, this is the story. Uh, but that one's here strictly as a reporter and an observer and isn't going to get... Um, you know, caught up or converted into the cult. Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess the others are saying something like, okay, that's fair, or, um, yeah, that's what reporters do, so it's like a role, so... Um, why do you have to be that way about it? But I guess you can. Yeah, okay, and some others are not going along and saying, you know, we don't like him. We don't like that thing. Um, you know, we're either going to not go or go a different direction or kind of wait for a while and go at our own pace and um, yeah and I think 
there's someone there who's sort of vibrating and um, uh, unsure what to do. Kind of wanted everyone to be together and um, not not sure what group they're in. Um, but the general idea is to um, to let the Canyonlands kind of. Um, have an influence, I guess. Um, yeah, but it's, um, yeah, that one that feels conflicted is kind of, um, it's almost like dizzying. You know, they kind of have to sit down and then they feel weird for being weird and being a drag on the group and um, but it's also something that matters and that they really want to um to get out there so they're sitting there you know with their pack on just you know, just blurping it out so now there's kind of a, another view on this where it's like um, the uh, it became like a video that just got paused and there's a, you know, kind of a teacher in a, in a ethics or sociology or, you know, whatever, some kind of class. And, um, and everyone's sort of checking in with that situation and, um, yeah, just kind of chewing on it together. Um, so it's kind of scary and awkward for the undergrads. Um, yeah, not sure what wants to happen there. Maybe it's just a thing. Yeah, so it's like, um, I think the message is that these things are, like the elements involved are uh, like common to everyone. Yeah, there's another like, almost like animated narrator character, you know, that turns back toward the screen and addresses the audience, like through the fourth wall and is saying like, you know, see? Yeah, so then it's like, okay, but what do we do next? Or so what? Yeah. 
Yeah, so there's like an, an anticipation building for some kind of an event or, but then it's like, um, it's not really like recognizable guidance or, you know, like a framework. So it's, um, it's sort of odd or disorienting or people are starting to grumble. Um, You know, I think people are kind of digging into their bags of what they're familiar with. So, you know, explaining it intellectually or, you know, with a map or, you know, kind of licking a finger and testing the wind or looking at the ground for clues or, um, Yeah, a couple of figures are just kind of tired and they're sitting down or a couple are even going sort of a, a catatonic, I guess. Um, yeah, it's like a, um, it's like an experimental film or something. So it's that thing of the canyon land, but um, but we seem to be away from the canyon now. So it's um, I think there's like a kid figure that's saying, "Well, it's like you know, this is part of the test. It's like the the spirit of the canyon land, or it's it's all still with us, you know. But we have to give that a chance, and that's the experiment." Uh, it's frustrating or scary and, you know, expertise and tradition kind of don't know. Um, yeah, their, their training isn't really working. Um, um, Yeah, so it's one of those places where it's like when you're in a strange situation with a group of strangers and um, at some point everyone kind of looks at each other and goes, well, I guess something's happening here. So um, let's see. Yeah, and getting those who have gone a little bit canatotic on board, see what that's like. Okay, so then the kid is sort of the guide, or or there's an expert who's saying, uh, you know, you have to let them speak in their own language. 
like even if someone's not talking or responsive, they're um, they're still speaking a language. So um, the idea is to kind of um, empty yourself, and you know, listen for what you haven't heard a lot of before. Yeah, okay, so these are like, you know, patients from the, the back wards of the hospitals or whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, I think they're responding to that. They're sort of moving a little bit or, you know, raising an eyebrow to sort of... Uh, Signal. Yeah, okay. That that might be what this is. It's like um, being in the sort of forgotten or, you know, nether areas, um, you know, tucked away and forgotten. Um, It's sort of like one of those, um, you know, kind of living, living puzzle mysteries that you solve, you know, when you sign up for on a group, it's like they put you in like a, a murder mystery scenario that you have to get out of working with a group of strangers, like something like that. Um, Yeah, so then some in the group are hanging out with the um, with the um, I guess the nonverbal group we'll call them. And then some others are trying to like kick the edges of the space or trying to find a way out or Um, yeah, there's some people are like, um, you know, reflexively crying or like, um, just like emotions as a thing are happening. Um, It's weird, it's like being inside of a puzzle box or something. It's like, all right, is this a thing? Yeah, so then a couple people, there's the thing of just being scared and being like, okay, this has gone on long enough, I want it to stop, we want to get off. Um, yeah, and there's another group that's determined to be like the most hardcore. You know, we don't we don't bail out. Um, 
And I think there's like a game master sort of character. Maybe it's like an ambient voice that's like, you know, ha ha ha, I've designed this game for you. It's like a thing in like cartoons or comic books or horror movies or whatever. Um, Yeah, so then the um, the kind of the linguist figure is kind of the leader, I think. And, you know, they're saying, okay, that seems to be the theme here, that um, everyone and everything has their own language, so we're kind of going to let that happen. And that other languages are different than the way that we think. And... Um, you know, turn sort of sounds into symbols, into um, recognizable patterns of meaning and communication. So they are an expert. Um, yeah, so a couple figures are kind of despairing. Like, what does that mean? What do we do? You know, kind of sitting down and rocking themselves and holding their head in their hands. It's like, you know, have we been captured by terrorists? Like, what's the ransom? You know, my family has money. They'll pay. Um, And there's another figure, there's the figure that's like fascinated by the whole thing, you know, that figure. Uh, something like um, you know there's a way that this was sort of made by someone some figure outside of us but it's also like something that we're making and um, and then it's like it's reflecting what we're making so we can be um, like interested in that and um yeah, something seems to be happening. There's like a door opening at the back. And, um, yeah, so maybe it's like a rescue mission. And the thing is to get the, get the patients into wheelchairs or onto, uh, rolling gurneys and, um, Um, and, uh, yeah, get them out. Maybe that was the mission or part of it. It has a real, like, suspense thriller, you know, 
horror kind of uh, like existentially unsettling kind of vibe. So, um, you know, there's like music and everyone's sort of running down a kind of confined like hallway or passage or something. So I think it's, um, you know, there's a kid in the group that's saying, you know, wait, I think, um, I think we're kind of all on different pages in our group. And, um, so that's making it like incoherent. So, um, if we can all kind of tune into a similar, a similar thing, then, um, what's happening can be more cohesive. Yeah, and there's sort of a rush of um, like emotion and movement like toward that. Um, and then there's another figure or place that's saying, um, you know, that's so corny. I don't want to be, I don't want to be a character in another one of these after school specials. You know, all these movies end the same. Um, it's always teamwork and unity and harmony and, you know, a lesson at the end and, you know. Yeah, that one saying that they want like a more grisly kind of like hardcore. Uh, just different, different experience. Um, yeah, so people are unsure what to do about that, but then that one now, there's like a an opening like underground, and it's a kind of like, um, you know, Indiana Jones style explorer kind of thing. Right, and then the response is, oh no, what, what if we don't want to follow, like we shouldn't split up, you know? Like, you're never supposed to split up in this, this kind of movie. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, well, that's well, I mean, I guess we could. Yeah, I guess then there's a question of like, um, some of them are asking now, like, are we really in mortal danger or what does danger mean? Because we are, you know, we live in the imaginal world and can we really like die or is that a thing? Like, how does that work? 
Like it's not really a compelling, you know, story or experience if there aren't stakes. So anyway, that's having an effect. Yeah, and then the voice of the game master is sort of replying like, you know, aha, uh -huh, you were starting to, uh, you know, make progress, but can you really escape, you know, my, my uh, mystery box? I think there's actually a comic character called like the the game master or the that's just like what he does is he puts the, the the heroes in in weird um like um in weird demented like um labyrinths or whatever um But anyway, that theme of, um, yeah, wondering what stakes are, how that works, or... You know, is there a figure behind the curtain or a figure behind that, or... Um, Yeah, okay, it might be that the game master actually didn't want to go um, to the canyon land. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah, it might be that, um, you know, that kind of media executive or, um, or someone who um, didn't like what was happening. It's like a, you know, a Scooby-Doo episode where, um, you know, they, they take the mask off for the, the, uh, the one who is behind it all takes their mask off and says, you know, would have got away with it if not for you, uh, nosy kids, but, um, yeah, the, well, the question here is then, well, what, 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 what it is? You know, what is it that that this figure wants or wanted? Like to not lose the kind of familiar media structure that they'd sunk a lot of time into, or. Um, and to not be forced into something or um, like the fact that it feels like there's no choice. It's like all roads lead to the canyon land or it sort of encompasses everything. Um, it's just like, it's kind of weird. It's um, so it's that, that thing of saying, are we just going to go along with this without like, you know, kicking the tires or doing due diligence or, um, 
Owen in that figure saying, and I'm not the real game master. Like there's another kind of figure behind the curtain, behind the curtain. Uh, I don't know if that just keeps going or if it's like a hall of mirrors or... Um, Oh uh, yeah, and then there's the ling the linguist who's saying, you know, let them speak their languages, no matter how strange they are to you. The deal is that you go into like a new sort of receptor mode, and then um. As you kind of listen for a language, then the receptors that can hear that language will start to, um, you know, kind of form in your brain or um, or you kind of start to grow the proper biology that can, um, that can, um, that can receive those kind of signals, whatever they are. Um, huh. So that's interesting. It's like people are actually morphing into like different shapes, you know, kind of uh, kind of odd physical shapes. There's like a you know, kind of long skinny with like little sort of antenna or uh, um, and it's like kind of freaky. It's definitely freaky and um, and kind of cool. It's like the kid giggles or there's like a giggle response and then there's like a scared I want this to stop or, you know, I want to know what I signed up for. Um, yeah, there's a way that doesn't seem fair, but then there's like, um, yeah, there's an opening. It's one of the figures or a new figure that kind of goes... Yeah, this is how it works. It's a little bit like, um, you know, going down the, the birth canal or something. But this is more like um, the figure was on horseback and was about to ride out. Um, there was an opening onto like the landscape. Um, and I think the door closed maybe. Not sure if it that one got out or but there was a an interval there where uh, something happened. Yeah, but listening to um, 
listening for different languages, I guess is the thing. I think that's like the game, you know? So like one person has like a, like a metal detector, you know, or like special instruments. So I think it's that thing about um, a place that's also placeless. And it's like there's confusion about that. So it's just like, no, we're not going there. There's no way that's true. And if it is, you know, I don't want to find out. So um, Yeah, maybe that's what the game masters are about. And I think they're nodding in the kind of the um, the hall of mirrors kind of barriers are falling down. Um, at least some of them are. Yeah, and there's some like people kind of helping uh, helping other people up out of somewhere. Yeah, it's a bit like a fairy tale thing where like um, I think the at least one of the catatonic figures is, you know, kind of able to to uh, to stand now and walk and talk. Um, it's very tall and striking, actually. Um, Yeah, maybe the figure that, the kind of the blowhard figure that was charging ahead first is a, like stumbled onto it being like a rescue mission. Um, or maybe that figure is just taking credit for it or sort of altering the narrative after the fact. Uh, uh, that one's kind of a joker. Like a mischief, mischief maker thing. It's like, ha ha ha, you'll never know unless I tell you. Ha ha ha. Yeah, and another figure then went to punch that one and their own. Um, Yeah, they're kind of sparring. I think it's like a dog pile. They're kind of dog pelling on that figure. It's getting a little vicious.
and so that figure's like been like bloody and is you know pulled out a tooth and says you know I regret nothing and uh you know uh, kind of laughs and walks away Like, who, who do I have stories to tell? <laughs> uh, huh. Yeah, then so there are like reporters and other like friends and family who are concerned and, uh, just other citizens. Yeah, this might have kind of uncovered like a whole place where, I don't know, people were being held or it's like, a, you know, like the Bermuda Triangle or some place that things disappear to or I think some figures have been changed by it. They have like strange new abilities or sort of public safety officers or, officers or whatever, it's like, yeah, this is all fine, but let's wrap it up because we want to go home and rest. Yeah, there are more figures coming out, though, so it's like, okay, come on. Yeah, some of them are just more like tourists or people on holiday, just like, hey, that was a fun adventure. Like, uh, you know, we paid for the, uh, the trapped in the mystery box experience or, or actually they're like coming out of the movie theater like they saw the movie of it. Um, so it's like, phew, glad we weren't inside it. Um, And then, uh, yeah, so that's its own thing. And then, um, yeah, the kind of the veterans who actually lived it are, uh, you know, it's a different thing. Yeah, so the viewers are wondering if, you know, they could come over and like talk to them or the veterans or like, you know, interview them or get their autograph or... <laughs> I think there are also the actors and the kind of creative team behind the, um, who made the movie adaptation of it. <laughs> Um, 
it's like you know a panel at the the film festival or something or whatever genre it might be Um, but yeah, people are kind of, you know, in a scrum of activity and kind of uh, walking away. Yeah, and then here's the place where it's, um, I don't know, a few figures who were either left behind or didn't want to go with the group, but... Uh, Yeah, just more in like full grief, I guess. Just like the involuntary kind of emotional facts of it. Uh, and like, uh, I guess just testing experimenting if uh, if the awful whatever that thing was is uh, actually over or just what that even means There are a couple others who see that and uh, kind of aren't sure. Kind of what to do to move closer and support them or not, or. There's another figure in the back who's in more of like a predatory mode, you know, kind of looking to see what um, what uh, what use they could make of uh, of this person they've happened upon here, and uh, okay. So then here, that's like known, recognized too. That's a thing. It's more like, you know, the fact of an animal kind of wandering into the clearing and then, um, you know, assessing things and then, then wandering away. Um, but the, um, the fact of that is real, you know, it makes the hair stand up and um, yeah, it's visceral and the stakes are real. Yeah. Yeah, so then that, that figure that's kind of mourning and trying to make sense of what's going on is Saying like, okay, well, I know 
seem to be in a real place now. Because uh, I felt that, and then these people around me did too, and they're kind of looking around. Yeah, there's a certain sort of qualification, uh, a certain familiarity you have to have, I think, to work, um, to be like a responder for this group. So there's one figure that, that wants to kind of be part of it, but, you know, doesn't quite have that, those uh, antenna. And so the, um, the survivor uh, doesn't respond well to them. So, um, And that one roared and turned into like a tiger and roared some more. Oh, it's roaring. Oh, I think it's speaking its language, huh? So instead of a bind where you're like sort of dismissed or you know, uh, exposed as less than for not having a, a skill set. Um, you get to sort of spontaneously find uh, what language you speak, you speak, or that you're into. Um, Yeah, and uh, then the recovering figure um, kind of likes that. And would even, you know, maybe pet the tiger. Tiger's still dangerous, but um, maybe paw at her. Oh yeah, and that's informing the other responders. Like now they feel kind of out of place or that they don't speak uh, the language or have the skill set. And well, now they feel kind of sad and are go, sort of going catatonic. And I think there's more figures than that feel that way, like that recognize that as a thing. When you just feel kind of on the outs, I guess, or, um, yeah, that suddenly you're in the out group or you don't get it or you don't speak the language. Um, it's like when a kid comes in the room and just kind of goes limp falls onto the rug or whatever. Yeah, so there's a, a lot more refugees or um, 
No, they're saying we're not refugees, we're just like the regular people. Like that's part of what this is pointing out is that it's not uh, an exotic thing over there any more than it is here. Like this is just one thing that's true. Um, but it's unsettling to what's familiar and what, what we have built to um, include that. So, um, sometimes a scary hybrid horror adventure movie is a, uh, is a, uh, I guess what helps with that. And then the people who aren't on board with uh, kind of one version of that, uh, they're going, you know, hey, look over there, we can go over there. Yeah, okay, so then there's a little, like, toddler standing there, um, like, with a little stuffed animal in their hand. And they're just sort of perplexed about what's going on. Yeah, there's something about just the fact of uh, of a kid like that that is um, sort of revealing or disarming or like it affects the adults. And they're kind of in their feelings and then they're kind of, you know, sitting down on the floor or whatever and then they have a, a you know kind of a, verbally whatever they're however they're making sense of it um, I think the kid might be kind of appalled or unimpressed at, you know, that the adults just kind of fold. Uh, it's kind of walking along, kind of whacking them with the, with the stuffed animal. And uh, uh, I guess it's turning it into a game, you know, like a duck, duck, goose kind of thing, except you whack, you get whacked. I think the kid was also thinking about turning into like a, you know, a tiger or a, a big cat and, uh, and going to play with the cats. Yeah, so then the big cats uh, kind of heard the signal and, um, and they're kind of coming to the edge of the space and 
uh, making themselves known. Yeah, and there's a big cat leaping toward them with like those yellow eyes. Yeah, and there's like a, a motion and a movement uh, kind of around that. Yeah, it's like that foreign language thing. It's like a, even the thinking is, is different. And there's kind of um, like it's exciting to witness and sort of feel a little bit, but... Um, there's also a pang and the fact that it's kind of a bummer that, you know, the adults sitting there are going, you know, well, this is really compelling and, you know, like, maybe we could be scientists and, like, study, like, the language of things, you know. Uh, and learn to, you know, understand a little bit of panther or, you know, uh, pine tree or whatever, you know. Now that we know everything has a language that it's possible to learn, we guess. Um, but but it still sucks that you can't like become a panther, you know. Um, like the fact of being one thing at a time. Like I guess that's a fact or a thing, but it also kind of sucks. I guess you can have an affinity and then follow it. Like the kids sort of following the big cats and saying, you know, come on. And then someone else is saying, well, are you sure we can't become them? Like, uh, we're in the imaginal world, right? It's sort of like, um, yeah, I haven't, I don't think I like lucid dream, but isn't that what it is? Like you realize that, you kind of realize that you're in the imaginal world. And uh, so it's like we can do anything or become anything or. Yeah. yeah, so it's like a little kid saying, well, yeah, but it's like, you know, you still have like a grade. Uh, so there's like, you know, preschool level and uh, but then the kid kind of drew a picture in the air. And then it was there for a minute and then kind of evaporated. They say, see, I'm in, uh, you know, first grade. With my, um, with my makings or my constructions or, I don't know what a right, a good word for that is. 
so then it's like either that they were there before and we didn't notice or see them or it's a new thing but there's like kids of different ages it's like a school and they're kind of discovering how to um how to make things or um how to kind of construct things i guess out of thin air or out of their own imaginal world or you can use your imagination inside of an imaginal world. Um, and like some of them have made like kind of more permanent or solid things that they're sort of tinkering with or um, Yeah, and then there's a, a protest group outside that is suspicious about this school and about this um, this mode of doing, and they're saying, you know, this is blasphemy, this is, you know, subversion, and, you know, you can't just make and unmake, you know, things like, uh, you know, Only nature or God can do that. That's not really our place. And, you know, this just freaks us out. And, uh, and then there's another group that's kind of knocking on the door and saying, hello, like we're just, uh, you know, travelers on our way to the Kennylands. They have like, you know, hiking gear on. They have like Australian accents. Yeah, so I think now it's like the thing of, um, Like one version is like giving up or letting down or like when the day comes to the end or, you know, when you breathe out or um, that kind of thing. Let go, I guess. Um. Yeah, there's that kind of involuntary emotion with it. And um, uh, yeah, okay, and then more of the kind of um, influences or influencers in the background are coming out. They're being known or they are um, I guess able to um, I don't know, they just sort of know more of themselves uh, just like spontaneously. Um, 
Yeah, it's like kind of a like a shared experience of things, like just things that are kind of true about true generally that apply to everyone. Just like like there's a way that things are just like existentially weird and sort of spooky and like. We just kind of don't know, but that's just kind of a thing. But when everyone can kind of recognize that and apprehend it together, it's having an effect. It's like a game with stakes. It's like when you come down for something that was that was scary or alarming or um, yeah, like when you get startled, I guess. It's like when a kid gets startled and you know they you need a um, like a time and place to kind of come down and talk about what happened and make sense of it and um, yeah so then there's the thing of um, people are talking about that like uh, there's the thing where it seems like that just keeps happening or it never ends or um, or you know the society or others um, peers or elders or whoever are um, not providing that or we're not figuring out how to provide that for each other and just um, that being a thing yeah so it's like what it's like for that to be known uh, and evident to the group. Yeah, and so it, it's not even like uniform, you know, like not everyone is um, you know, experiencing this in the same way. Like there are some more like, you know, kind of reticent figures who just kind of do an infinitesimal nod, or um, I guess they're more in like a guardian role. You know, kind of lone figures. Um, and yeah, it's like a kind of thing that um, I think kids need. Right, and then the thing that the adults then realize that they're scared or of and uh, kind of ill-equipped to provide that or experience it with the kids. And uh, it's this kind of, uh, you know, the circle of lack. Uh, 
of people like that. But that can be known as a thing. Oh, and then the kids recognize that and they're like, um, yeah, they're saying that they don't need the parents to be perfect. They just need them to be like legible, you know. It's like, and then if you can't be legible to us, like go and be legible to each other and then come back. And that's the game. Yeah, I think like, just like what things being possible, like a little more feels like. Is itself a game and like a, a language or uh, just something to spend time like acclimating to together. Um, and um, I guess just letting that be known as a thing. And then, um, you know, people are already forming little groups and subgroups and making big claims and extrapolating things and getting ridiculous and arguing and um, the kids are crying and people are bickering and um, yeah and it's like you know then wondering like did that happen or did that matter or but yeah whatever it's like that interlude is kind of um washing away or going into the background or you know. but it feels like like that makes sense and that um there is yeah some way where that is had some effect and um, um and then any more than that would be too much so um Yeah, there's some nods and some, you know, kind of continued um, exposure or like, like when you can enjoy and enjoy when new things are apparent and um, um, yeah, it feels like a kind of a f societal sort of fabric building. Um, or strengthening, you know, like it's like a like a tensile thing, like it's stretchy but strong and strong because it's more stretchy and uh, more varied, that kind of thing. Um, so I think we'll end it there. Um, but um, yeah, that was a uh, not sure what we call that genre, but. Um, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for um, hanging in there and coming along. And um, yeah, take care of yourself. I hope that was okay. And um, yes, be safe and healthy. We're still in the um, the pandemic era.
here in the States and around the world, I suppose. And um, yeah, thanks for being along um, and taking care. All right. We'll see you again on Discoverus. <laughs>